Ray and Brian uh, on a uh, Friday morning, Friday, Friday, Friday recap from the show. Yeah. And this is your uh, your first podcast with us. It is. This will be good practice for for you and I. Yes. We've got, uh, got another podcast coming up. Yeah, man. Which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, coming up in this episode, we're going to talk about Brian's run-in with, uh, <laughs> with a major airline and with Philadelphia police uh, and others. Um, is there a chance in the story you end up in jail somewhere? No, I don't. Actually. Oh, okay. I All actually right. make out pretty good at it. That's too bad. Pretty good. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, I do. All right. Kind of sweet. I want to get into that story here in just a little bit. And we're going to, you know, it's kind of what we do is we kind of recap things that yeah. uh, that we did today. So we'll go back through our morning mind benders and the bend togethers and, the, and that kind of stuff. And some of the stories we were talking about this morning. And there's some pretty, pretty crazy stuff going on. Um, and we're not really going to get into politics or any of that kind of stuff. So let's start out um, with this story from you. You were traveling, right? I was traveling. Yep. yep. And here's here's how we got it. Let me let me let me uh, let me backtrack a little bit. Let me digress. Here's how we got on this story. Uh, we were talking this morning. Jill is on her. The Jill is on her way to get her uh, driver's license renewed. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. And uh, we had a recap of well, we had an update of what's going on right. there. So she stuck at DMV. <laughs> That's where she is. And she'll be there for a couple hours. She, just, she sent me a text to get this. All right. You're going to love, love this, this one. All right. She says, uh, she's over at DMV. Uh, she says, I'm over this right now. There are only three people here ahead of me, but the machines are down and the IT guy is more than an hour and a half away. Uh, I'm, I'm Cut over your losses this. and leave. She's like, I'm over this, but my license is expired. I got to get a new uh, license. Got to get it done. Uh, that and I've had no coffee. So she mm. is there. Somebody, Nags Head Police Department, will get a phone call probably here in a little bit. Now, we've got a lady here that's gone ballistic. She's crying and throwing things. I honestly believe that they, she could get somebody to bring her some coffee. Yeah, I think so. Yes. We, we should have put that word out on the air and said somebody take Jill. 50 people would have showed up. Where's yeah. Jill? I, I got we, coffee. We got coffee for Jill. Donut holes. Yeah. Crawlers. As a matter of fact, here's what let's do, Brian. Let's uh, While we're doing this podcast here, let's jump back on the air because we still got a moment on our live broadcast. Let's get back. Let's get back in there. Okay, hang on. Here we go. Oh, that's uh, that's Travis Denny. All right, we'll get we'll get back to him. All right. <laughs> so they got they got a song that they can work us in. We'll get uh, we'll get live or here on the air here in a minute. Okay. <laughs> All right. So send out a plea. We're, we're a gonna flare get, gun. we're gonna get Jill some coffee. There you go. Okay. So we we were talking all we said all that. We said all that uh, about getting a TSA pre-approved and getting a global re-entry Go, pass, yep, yep, yep. which will, which I want to talk about. Apparently, uh, if you go to DMV, whether yes. it's uh, here in Northeast North Carolina or, or anywhere, anywhere in the world, yep. uh, they knew, now have this uh, star they put on your ID, yes. on your driver's Gold license. Star. Gold star. Yes. Which is called what is it? It's some kind of safe something or other. Some kind of no. What is that? It's it's it allows you. I love this. It allows. What's the you, technical uh, name of it though? Uh, it's got something. There's some kind of act that came out. There's mine. The Patriot Act. Yeah, the Patriot so. Act or something like that. Patriot Two or whatever it was. But they. But the problem was is there's a lot of people that fly that don't have, and it's not just flying. Did you know that to get a bus ticket now that you had to have you have to have a valid form of identification. Do you really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We were we were trying to help out some homeless folks that were down here a while back and had made their way down here from New Jersey, 
And I was able to partner with some folks. I'm on the board with uh, Interfaith Community Outreach, and they were able to get them two bus tickets. But you have to the have. The guy showed up in Elizabeth City with the lady. She had a license. He did not, and they would not give him the ticket. Wow. So now, not only do you have to have a valid ID to get on the bus, you got to have the real ID come October 1. Real ID. For That's any transportation, Amtrak, flying, bus. Right. Not Uber. Taxi. No. Not Lyft. Yeah. Not taxi. But th- and they're, the reason they're doing this is they're trying to show that you are who you say you are when you get this ticket. Because there's a lot of people, of course, that don't have passports. A lot of surly code. But then again, so. like I said... You could go, as long as your license is up to date, you could go get a passport a lot quicker than you can get a new license. Right. Uh, if, uh, if you're just joining us on the podcast, right, coming up, we're going to tell uh, Brian's traumatic story <laughs> about his running with a major airline. And we've had several artists who have had problems. Yeah. John Rich, uh, Gretchen Wilson's been kicked off a couple flights. Yes. And I'm sure there's a, <laughs> a couple of movie stars that have been too. Uh, we're going to jump in on our uh on our live air broadcast, yes. and we're going to something. We'll do something we never do. We're going to ask folks plead uh, for the plead for coffee because I don't believe in doing that normally. This might be kind of fun though. Yes, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so uh, hang with us. We got about 20 seconds here. We're going to get back in. We're going to come in. Uh, the Travis Denning is on the air right now, uh, and our FM dial is Dixie 105.7. Uh, you can find it online. Dixie1057.com. Listen to the show on a regular basis. Let oh, me uh, let's listen in over there. Hang on. Here we go. There we go. That's Travis Denning after a few today's hottest country, Dixie 105.7. Hey there, it's, uh, it's Ray Turner and Brian. Hey, man. Uh, ready to wrap up the show here yeah. on a Friday morning. Yeah. I need a favor. <laughs> and, and listen, <laughs> it, it, we're, uh, we're doing this uh, not only live here on the air. We're also, this is going to be part of our podcast. Yeah, yeah. That just broke in here. We're going to talk to you a second. You'll be able to hear a little bit later on. <laughs> I need, if I could get, I need somebody uh, in the Nags Head area. And I don't normally do this. Brian knows this. I, I yeah. don't like to ask for people to bring us no, stuff. No. And I'll pay you for it. Yeah. Uh, we're stuck here at the studios. If I could get somebody to take Jill a large, hot Dunkin' Donuts coffee, just ask them for cream and three shots of vanilla swirl. That's what she, that's how she takes her coffee. Extra large. That's not complicated. Hot. Cream. They know they know the amount of cream at Duncan. To say cream and three shots of vanilla swirl. If you'll take it to her, uh, it's right there. DMV is located right next to Ace Hardware. Yes. In Nags Head. So the guy has his hot dog cart out front. Right. Go in there and ask for the Jill. Send her some. You'll see she, her there. She she's stuck at the DMV line. Their computers are down. And the IT guy is a little ways away. Hour and a half away. Hour and a half away. She sent me a thing. I had no coffee. <laughs> so things could get ugly there. If you want to save the DMV some uh, time and embarrassment, <laughs> you might. If you'll do that for us and I'll, and you come by here at the studios, so I'll pay you. I'll buy you a coffee, whatever you need. I'll give you I'll give you a half a dozen donuts from Dunkin' if you'll do that. There you go. Uh, we'll do that. And I know my buddies over at Dunkin' will make good on that offer. So go by there and do that again. <laughs> it's uh, Jill's at the uh, at the uh, DMV yep. in Nags Head. Uh, waiting to get her driver's license renewed. So she needs an extra large hot coffee, cream, and French vanilla swirl. Three, three shots. Three shots. Three shots. All right. Perfect. Easy enough. Cool. All Easy right. peasy. Let's get back to the music. It's uh, Luke Bryan here on Dixie. <laughs> All right. See, see, that was easy. Hold on. Let me get out of... Let me get uh, Luke out of us here. There we go. There we go. All right. All right. Now, now it's back. Now it's back. <laughs> Just us. 
I'm just waiting for the phone to start buzzing yeah, here, and there's like 25 coffee show up. That's my only fear. Yes, is that we have so many listeners. You can hand it out to everybody. Here you go, free coffee for free everybody. Coffee for everybody. Give it. Now, to do you. I get the front of the line? That might help with the DMV folks. You don't know. <laughs> All right. So uh, in order to get a pass, uh, in order to get a real ID at DMV, they require you to I don't know why I keep holding this up. Nobody can see it. Yeah. So it's if you have a North Carolina driver's license, pull it out of your pocket. That's right. And look, do you know where your license is? You'd be surprised how many people I stopped that look for it and can't find it. If if you don't know, Brian Strickland is a police officer. 25. How many of you? Going on my 26th year. Actually, I'm starting almost starting my 27th year. 20, 20, picky, 20 some year veteran of the uh, police department. Out, police department. Yep. Uh, so uh, here's the deal with you going to DMV. They, they're going to ask you, they, they tell you they want um, your the, current the photo ID. Current photo ID. Right. Uh, I took a social security card. I took my passport, which, gosh, how much better ID work? can you be than that? Right. Well, it was like, it was a. It was part it was of the an puzzle. amalgamation of all the documents that right. they wanted. But they also wanted an electric bill, a water Yeah, bill. I didn't bring that with me. I thought that all the IDs I had were adequate, meaning my driver's license was still valid. <laughs> I would think. And I took my passport and I, I took it, my social security card. And she's like, and, oh, and I did take my vehicle registration card. Right. Which you have to. And she said, mm, you, need a, you need a bill. Still need a bill. So I went home and got the, I got the water bill that I hadn't paid yet and went back and said, here you go. And even and you even Which showed I don't him know your why, police and, I you're, you're, and I do have a police ID that you would is, think that would hold. Which some our kind of ID weight. is actually TSA compliant. Oh, is it really? Yes, that is it, we have it made by a company, and it is actually it's got it's got everything on it that the TSA requires for you. Oh. If just to put it this way, if I was involved in an investigation and I had to fly somewhere armed. Oh, okay. I'm right, going to go pick up a prisoner. Right. We're going to investigate something in another state or something. Uh, on top of the, all of the other stuff that I would have to do, and that's a whole other show in itself. But all the stuff that I would have to do, one of those things would be I would have to show my valid police ID. So the other thing you can do, from what I understand, is uh, take a trip uh, to your local uh, TSA approving place. Yeah, uh, I, you know. If you're in Virginia there, or northern Northern Carolina, you go to Virginia. Richmond. Yeah, Richmond. Richmond. Oh, oh yeah. no, I'm sorry. Uh, for TSA pre-check, yeah, Virginia Beach. That's and that's correct. a TSA pre-check, which yes. lets you uh, keep you keep your shoes on. Yep. Keep a hold of your backpack. Yep. Uh, some Sometimes you don't have to take your coat off, and you just go right yes, through the line. you just go right through the line. Yep. Do they still scan you? Get a body scanner? You go through, if they have a body scanner, if not, you go through a metal detector. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this makes sure yeah. you don't have any, you know, yeah. any foreign but Yeah, it's great to not have to take your shoes off and go to the front of the line. Yeah, and it's like a I equivia. Uh, it's like being at Disney and getting a fast. You get a fast pass. That's yeah. what you're exactly what you're getting. Yep. So exactly. I was telling the story on the air this morning that I had I had a run in with um, with South. I don't mind Southwest. mentioning Southwest. I actually I've never flown with them. I just um, I just hadn't never flown with them. I do a lot of a lot of country country music people. We all we all fly Southwest. One, it's economical. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And, and and two, they they normally go cities where we go. Uh, especially into Nashville, which is important if you're going, you know, if you can do country music, you got to get back and forth to Nashville. And we've had it. Uh, uh, I know John Rich was kicked off a Southwest flight at one time. I know uh, Gretchen Wilson has been kicked off at least two. Uh, and there's been other celebrities kicked off. I'm not saying I, I am a celebrity, but uh, my run, I didn't get kicked off. You never got on. I never got on. <laughs> my thing was they got, you know, they got me out of the airport late. Uh, they got me into uh, Cincinnati. Or did I say Cincinnati? I can't remember. We, I think Cincinnati. We got in late. 
it was their fault. I had an argument. I actually, I didn't say this on the air earlier, but I'll say it here. And I got in trouble uh, from Jill because I, uh, I, I actually threatened them because I said, listen, I do a, I do a morning show and not everybody's not nationally syndicated. Not everybody in the world hears this show, but I'm telling you what I'm going to do. I'm going to get on there every single morning and I'm going to tell them, listen, if you fly with this airline, there it's, you know, you're going to get messed over and I'll do it every morning until one of your lawyers calls my boss and says, you either fire that guy or we're going to sue you. And I said, it may not cost, it may only cost you one flight, but that's good enough for me. Yeah. If it costs, you know, one ticket and the guy finally, finally, sell. but and it shouldn't be like that. No, it should. It should. My, I have a mantra. Uh, my thing is when it comes to uh, dealing with retail or customer service, my thing is the same thing every time I tell store managers this all over the all over the area. Sadly enough, I say, listen, I don't want any special treatment. I don't want a discount. I don't want anything for free. I want you to take my money, the money that I work very hard for, and I want you to give me good customer service yep. and be nice. Exactly. That's all exactly. you have to do. Otherwise, I'm going to throw a fit. Yeah. And I, I always tell the store manager, whoever, or you know, shift leader, whatever, whoever I'm dealing with, this is their fault. Because if you know that Joey's got a bad attitude, don't put him to work with the no. public. Put him in the warehouse. Yeah. Stocking you know. shelves. How many times have I heard? Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't do well with customers. But then don't 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 let him deal with me. You know. So uh, having said all that, you're on your way to where were you going? I was going to Oregon. Why in the world would you be going to Oregon? I had been invited to go to a comp uh, as part of being a police officer. I worked for uh, also worked for the Governor's Highway Safety Program. And if you're in North Carolina, you know that we do the we started the Click It or Ticket program. Uh, that the, the nation eventually copied and the booze it and lose it program. And right. we do those traffic programs. So I was actually going out to Oregon. We have a national conference every year, kind of like when you go out to national, we have one called lifesavers conference and it's a traffic safety conference. So you have officers from all over the United States and Canada come to this thing. You know, the people from Hawaii come every year cause I see them. Right. And, you go and you have all these workshops and you talk about stuff. Yeah. So I was going out there to talk. Lost. So I flew from Norfolk, which is my closest airport, to Philly. And when we get to Philly, the way Philly works is they, instead of being on a people mover or on, like in Atlanta, you get on their subway, their tram or train or whatever. There you get on a bus. Right. Okay. And these buses drive around where all the other planes are driving and the snack trucks and the luggage carousels. And, and so... The guy that we had, we were already late. And first, he couldn't find the right gear. You know, transmission was going, I could tell. Right. And so we finally get going. And we almost get hit twice by the little stack, the little catering tractors pulling the trailers, right. you know, the planes. We finally get to solid ground and we're off and running. And everybody runs toward their particular gates. And I get to my gate and they're actually closing the door. To the plane. The crap. And the lady's standing there from United. It's a United flight. And there's a there's a family in front of me. And the uh, the father, I would assume it was the father, it was a man, a woman, and two small children. And he says, we need to get on this flight. I've got to make this flight. I've got to be somewhere. And then the only thing that I said the entire time was, 
I need to get on the flight too because I'm going to Oregon to make a conference and I speak at the conference. I've got to so speak at the conference. I need to be there. I'm there. You know, I need to be there. So because I knew my flight was close, and, and and so I got there. And so she said, and then I look over, and you know, if you've ever been on the Skyways, there's the little controllers on the side where the people can run it to go up to the plane. There's a window there so they can see that they've met with the plane. The pilot slides open his window. I didn't know that they could open the window for drive-through. Hey, I'll have a fry, I'll have a Coke, (laughs) yeah, 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 whatever. I didn't know they could open the window, but he opens the window and he says, let him on the plane. And she looks at the pilot and points at him and says, you need to leave. Really? It's time for you to to get this plane on the air. She goes, you need to leave. The door has been closed. Wow. He he turns and I say, oh, don't, don't let her win. Don't let her win. He shuts the window. I guess he locks it down because they don't want to depressurize. Maybe the plane. I guess, yeah. <laughs> and he leaves. So evidently, she's in charge. I guess until... she was in charge of that plane until he got out somewhere, like in the air. It sounds like this, and this is just my opinion. It sounds like this lady, and I don't know her from Adam. I don't know her. Sounds don't like probably, probably she had you know some kind of a authority thing going on that day. Maybe she was having a bad day. Maybe she said, "Listen, this is the day we've been running no, behind enough. You need to get out of here. This is the day that nobody pushes me around." Yeah. So. Then, then things get bad. So then things get bad. And, and I don't know how to say it other than the family that were there appeared to be of Middle Eastern descent. Okay, so they were okay, foreign. So they were foreign. And you could tell the language. There was a little bit of a language barrier. Right. Okay. And he was becoming very animated. The, the, I'm assuming it was the father. And he was like, look, you know, we, we really need to make this. We need to make this flight. We've got to go. As anybody would. Just like anybody does. That's right. why we fly to get there when we want to get right. there. And she begins to exert her authority. You, know, you respect my authority. And she becomes animated. And she, at some point, and like I said, I don't think that it was intentional, but she places a hand on this gentleman. Really? And I know in some cultures, you can't touch, you can't touch the husband. Only the wife can. And so when he she does this, and it was only briefly, the lady became very animated and very upset. And voiced her opinion about don't touch my husband don't do this don't do that and so the lady walks out of the game out of the skyway gets on her little walkie talkie and the next thing you know we've got three philadelphia's finest showing up it wasn't the airport police it was they had their leather jackets on it was philadelphia police department philadelphia police department shows up they're there in the airport right they show up and she begins to to weave this tale and as a police officer, you always want, you know, they said God gave you one mouth and two ears for a reason. I had not said anything, but I really need to make this flight. So I really was, I wasn't the center of attention for this whole thing. So that was kind of like I was the fly on the wall. I was the guy emptying the trash can. Nobody really saw me. So I just stood there and I was like, okay, I want to see how this plays out. I'm not, I missed my flight. There's nothing I can do about nothing it. Nothing at now. this point. Yet. I'm done. I'm going to have to You're go to the support film. services right. four gates away. I mean, four concourses away, as I always have to do. There goes my luggage. So it'll right. be there before I ever get there. And so I sit there and I said, 
okay, I'm going to watch this. So she begins to tell this tale of how she closed the door and this guy became somewhat violent and he assaulted her. She told she the, tells the police that he assaulted right. her. And so what disturbed me was is that it looked like the police were not going to talk to this gentleman to get his side of what was going on. And as my wife would say, I have, as Ron White would say, I have the right to remain silent. I don't have the ability. I'm the I've same never way. had the ability. I'm the same one. And I said, <laughs> like a kid in class, raising my hand, got to go to the bathroom, or I know the answer and nobody else does. I said, does anybody want to hear what I have to say? And <laughs> the three officers looked at me like, where did this dude come from? What do what, you what, have to What do, do you have thing? to contribute? What have you got to do with this? Right. And I was, and I never do this. I mean, I never do this. And I brought out my credentials, right. which was this big old, we used to carry this huge, Folding out folded thing. leather thing, seal on the front, two ID windows, and then our badge on another thing. What color is that badge? My badge is gold. Okay. All right. And so I said, it catches I, it. I said, I'm a police officer in North Carolina. I'm traveling, tr trying to get to a conference in Oregon to speak at a law enforcement conference. And I tell them the story and what happened and that she placed her hand on this gentleman, whatever briefly it was. And I said, I know maybe it's different in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, but in the state of North Carolina, and I teach at the police academy, I said, assault is you place hands on somebody. That's just, just to touch them is an assault. So hold so on. You can be me, charged. Let me stop you right there. The legal definition of assault is touching. Well, you can even draw right, back, you touching. can even draw back a fist. And it could be as the and your your intention is to hit that person, and that could be considered assault as well. Right. And battery is well. There's no distinction in North Carolina. You know, you hear about assault and battery. Assault right. is the the gesture, and then battery is the actual contact. Oh, is that what it is? And there's that. no distinction in the state of North Carolina. Okay. It's just assault. There's okay. just totally assault. And so I tell them, I said, she touched this gentleman, and I said, I don't think she was supposed to, but if she thought she was supposed to, the lady here, I guess, is his wife took great objection to it and she voiced her the thing and i said and i can honestly tell you it looks like you're getting ready to take this man somewhere i will make it my point to be placed as a witness in this case and if i got to pay for it i'll pay for myself to come back here and testify in court on his behalf i said regardless of her not letting us on the plane i said it's ridiculous that she's calling you up here and wasting your time and I was done. And if anybody was going to be arrested, it probably should have been it her. It should have been her, right. yes. Right. And so out of the corner of my eye, I see some movement, which I did not see before. And I look, and here comes the sergeant. Probably well seasoned. Who had been standing back there and, I guess, watching the entire escapade. Right. And he walks over and he goes, hey, let's, let's go. We're not, we're not doing anything. We're done. We're done with this. He knows. We're done. He knows. He's done. And so I turned and said, could we get somebody else from United? Because I really don't want to ask this lady over here. She's going to be zero help. She's going to be zero point. help. They bring somebody from another gate because, you know, they're right beside each other. I said, we missed our flight. Where do we need to go to get our flight booked to get where we need? We all need to go? Where does it? Of course, like your story was, they sent us clear across the airport. Again, customer service, why am I going to you? Why am I traveling to see I'm you? I'm traveling to see you. And I get down there, and the lady says, the, the soonest we can get you out is tomorrow morning. 
which I spoke that next day. Uh, because of the three-hour difference, I'd be fine. She says, we leave at 7 o'clock. Okay. We're going to put you up. I got it where I was staying at the Hilton there. Right. For the conference. They had a Hilton in the airport. So I called him and said, can I trade my night there tonight for a night here? Not a problem. Took care of me. Hilton All was right. perfect. All right. Good deal. No doubt. Get up the next morning. Bags are my bag is already there. I've got my carry on. Right. So my bag's there. So I show up. At, I show up. They said I had to show up at the counter to get my boarding pass because I couldn't do it on my phone. So I get there at five thirty, seven o'clock flight. Way early. Or north. Uh, sir, that that flight's already left. What? What? I actually had a printout that they'd given me. It's supposed to leave at seven ten. She said it, it left just now. It just left. At 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. And so, basically, I lost my you-know-what right there. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't I can curse. Imagine. I didn't scream. I just lost it. Right. And next thing you know, this guy comes out from the back, you know, that little door. He comes out. He comes running out like a, I don't know, those little gophers on one of those whack-a-moles. He jumps out, and he goes, what's the problem? And I told him the whole story. And he goes, tell you what we're going to do. So, what's it? He said, we're going to upgrade you. I said, you are? He said, yep, we're going to upgrade you. We're going to upgrade you to first class to get you out there. I said, no, you're not. He said, we're not? He said, no. You're going to upgrade me to first class to get out there and get back. There you go. All right, yeah. And they did. Oh, really? So there was a good story. I don't know what happened with the other with the family. I hope it went well for them. But the guy didn't go to jail. That was the important That was part. a good thing. But I was sitting there, and I was shaking my head, and I said, you know, how many times has that happened? Oh, probably more than you can count. You yeah. know, it's just... You know, I just, I was just like, I was glad I was at least there for that. Yeah. And sometimes you get those people who will be on a, on a power trip. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah, yeah. it sounds exactly like but what you it get was. it too with the customers. Oh, oh I'm so not you, saying you that. as yeah. an employee and I'm not casting blame on just one side. Right. I've seen some customers, right. some travelers that I, it, I just stuck them in a trash can. Yeah. Cause and I'm I, like, you're, you're nuts. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I've been, I've been in line behind. And most of it's the time is the ones that are on standby. Yeah, exactly. Or on the wait list. Listen, we're coming up to a break in the episode. Uh, Coming up, I want to talk about the time uh, that the airport lost my family. Oh, my goodness. My, uh, one of the, well, the one I always use, uh, Southwest. Sorry, guys. Uh, They lost my father and they lost my, my, uh, well, she was nine at the time. They lost my daughter, Adeline. Uh, I kid you not, lost them. I'll tell you the uh, the whole story of that coming up. Plus, we're going to continue to uh, recap the show this morning. I got Brian in here this morning. Brian is a uh, 26, almost 27-year-old veteran. Uh, 27-year-old. Uh, I wish I was 27 years old. 27 27-year veteran. I just turned 50. <laughs> uh, with the uh, police department on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Bill, uh, what do we get? Uh, about... Uh, about six, seven million people a year visit the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Yes. Uh, and uh, we do a we do a radio show, Dixie 105.7. You find us online at Dixie1057.com. Like I said, uh, coming up in this next um, next half of the show, we'll talk about how uh, an airline lost my lost my family, and uh, I was already, I was already in, in transit to go pick them up. So that turned turned kind of crazy. We'll give you that entire story. And we're going to recap some of the things that we talked about um, on the morning show this morning. Kind of give you a, kind of get you caught up on everything and some of the crazy stuff going on uh, just around the world. So uh, hang on. That uh, great story is coming up next. 
back with you. It is a uh, it's a Friday morning uh, at the time of this uh, podcast. So we're recapping everything that we did on our morning show, talking with uh, Brian Strickland, uh, who is a uh, veteran of the uh, Kitty Hawk Police Department, Outer Banks, North Carolina, been on the force for almost 27 years now. So uh, we got to talking about uh, airline mishaps and, and crazy things. So um, my daughter will come. She lives in Kansas with her mom. She'll come out here uh, usually during the summer, spend the summer with us. So at the time she was like nine, uh, my ex didn't want her to fly alone. I said, listen, let me put her on a nonstop. They'll last quarter, you know, pay a little extra, you know, 50 bucks or whatever. Put her on a plane. They'll put her on an escort her. I'll I'll be at the gate when she gets out. You know, it'll be fine. No, can't do that. So uh, we're seeing my dad. My dad's going to fly out with her. He can come out and do some fishing and that kind of stuff. And at the time, he um, he had a bum knee. So long walking in airports wasn't going to work for him. So he requested a wheelchair, right? And um, my dad's blood sugar can get weird on him, you know? So he gets a little, you know, not cranky. It gets weird, you know. But you think he's you think he's drunk? Yeah, or you think yeah. he's older than what he is. Yeah. So, uh, which I think is what happened here. So I'm on my way. We leave the Outer Banks of North Carolina. We're headed to Virginia Beach to the airport. We'll be there in time to pick him up. Probably a little bit early. Got to get a parking spot. Got to walk in, uh, or park on the curb. Let you away the car run in and get him. So I'm on my way there, and um, I get a call from Adeline, my daughter, and she says we missed our flight. I'm like, no way. They're in Atlanta. I'm like, how'd you miss your flight to Atlanta? She said, well, it's the airline's fault. They took grandpa down to baggage and wanted him to pick his luggage up. And I'm like, what? So I'm like, listen, stay by, you know, keep an eye on the phone. I'll be right. I'm going to call, call the airline. I'll get this fixed out. We'll get you right here. Don't worry about it. Don't panic. Freaking out the whole time. Cause we're almost to Virginia beach. Right. But they're supposed to be there in, in like an hour or something like that. So I call the airline. I'm like, what in the hell is going on on your end of the world there? So she does a little investigating. She calls me back. This lady does. And she said, uh, one of us, an intern or a new kid, uh, picked your father up at the gate to escort them to their, to their connecting flight. And for some reason, thought your father didn't know what he was talking about. Because my dad said, listen, we need to go to this gate, get on the plane. We're going to the office. And he said, yeah, that's fine, old man. Let me take you to luggage so you can get your luggage. And Dan's like, I don't have, I don't need any luggage. My luggage is on the plane. And he evidently thought my dad was either senile or like you said, drunk or uh, had no idea what he's talking about. So he takes my dad to baggage. And my dad is arguing with him the entire time. We don't need to go to baggage. We're on a transferred flight. We're headed to, you know, to Virginia Beach. So in the meantime, we had already, you know, we booked a hotel in Virginia because we were going to stay the night. Then we we're going to go to Bush Gardens the next day and, you know, spend the day at Bush and, and that kind of stuff. We had booked another night um, in Williamsburg so we could just leave the park and go there. Um, so I said, all right, well, put them on a flight and get them here. And the lady says, well, that's the problem. There are no other flights leaving Atlanta today. And I'm like, no, it's one of the busiest airports in the world. That's not right. She goes, we have no other Southwest flights that are coming to Virginia Beach. And I'm like, you're kidding me. And that uh, apparently the Virginia Beach, uh, the airport there closes at like 10 or yeah, 11, yeah, something like that. Early. Oh, So yeah. she said, by the time we get them somewhere else and then get them into Virginia, that airport will be closed. 
And I'm like, you are kidding me. And she's like, no, well, the good thing is we're going to put them up in a hotel. And I said, my, my dad, nor my, my nine-year-old daughter care about staying in a hotel for the night. Uh, I'm glad you think that's an awesome thing. Well, it's a really nice hotel. I'm like, I don't care, <laughs> you know? So, um, they, you know, they put him in a room and I tell the lady, I'm like, listen, I don't want to wake up call. I don't want, uh, you know, an alarm set. I want somebody knocking on that door, uh, in plenty of time to get them in a shuttle and get them to their gate, the proper gate they want to be. So they didn't, they didn't show up till the next day. Mm. So they ended up spending the night in Atlanta. <laughs> so fine. You can bet you, you know, the, the next thing I do is I call their corporate or whatever. And I say, listen, you got to help me out here. First of all, I'm not paying for a flight where you lost my family. <laughs> I won't, I won't do that. And two, I think maybe, you know, I'm not going to pay fly them home. I, I didn't think I should anyway. And they were they were good about it. They gave me, you know, some flight vouchers to get them home and, and gave us a couple extra flights to go anywhere domestically we wanted to. But that was it. That was a scheduling nightmare. Jeez. That was so we ended up staying the night, you know, no sense. <laughs> we already had a hotel room. Yeah. And by this uh by this date in the game, late late day in the in the in the game, it was too late to cancel the reservation. Although since then I did learn a hack. Let's say you're gonna stay in Raleigh uh tomorrow night. You got reservations cancels and maybe they only let you cancel 24 hours in advance what you do instead of calling to cancel the reservation is you call and rebook the reservation so call them and go hey listen uh i want to reschedule so it's to be there tonight at six let me make the reservation for next thursday at 12 or whatever yeah or, or whatever time and then as soon as they hang up then you call them back and go, listen, I got a reservation for Thursday. Not going to be able to make my room. Cancel my reservation. Thank you. And they don't charge you for that. Okay. Cool. So I, I, never, I never knew that. Also, another hack while we're talking about hacks. Um, if you ever call one of those phone lines, you're trying to get into charter or, uh, you know, credit card company, anything like that. If you're put on hold for an extended period of time, hang up, call back. And when they ask you if you're Spanish... Well, the Spanish speakers say yes. Hit number two, because everybody that works those phones are bilingual, mm -hmm. so they'll be able to they'll be able to talk to you. Well, that's cool. So that'll work. They have one computer working, but not anybody. <laughs> uh, this is an update from Jill. Did anybody show up? With I don't think she's got coffee yet because uh, she hadn't mentioned it. They have one computer working, but they had one computer working, but not anymore. Capital letters, crap. Uh, there, <laughs> there's only one, possibly two uh, in front of me. And now the computers are down again, saying at least an hour wait. Uh, that's so ridiculous. I'm reading your text live here. Uh, some expletives that I shouldn't even say not here, <laughs> not even on a podcast. Um, so I figured out the next reality TV show <laughs> is DMV. Stuck at the DMV. In uh, boys, uh, given sick days, blah, 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 blah. DMV days is what she wants to call it. Oh, so Lord. that's a text from uh, from the wife who's stuck in DMV this morning. <laughs> Yay, her. So, uh, so the we, weekend can't get but better. Oh, gosh, yeah. It can only go up. <laughs> only go up from here. So one of the things we talked about this morning is uh, McDonald's Monopoly game yeah. was rigged. Uh, and that went on for a while. Yeah. And that was like years. HBO's got this new documentary out called McMillions. Uh, it's about McDonald's Monopoly game, which was rigged back in 1995. From 95, 2001, uh, it appears 
Uh, it's going to be premiere on February the 3rd. Got to watch that. That'll be good. I like to watch documentaries. They've got one on now on Netflix called Rotten. Have you seen that? Uh, I have, I've saw, I saw Dude, one episode. Holy smoke. I am scared to death now. I watched the one on Honey. Oh, really? And they talked about all the, they were talking about this huge string of honey beehive thefts in California. I didn't know this, but to to pollinate all the almond crops in California, did you know that beekeepers from all over the country, one particular time of year in February and March, drive their hives to California? Oh, did they really? Shipped to pollinate all these almond fields. This one dude sent his out there, and he goes to check on them, and they're all gone. No, and come to find out, there was these two Russian, or you, I think it was Russian or Ukrainian, Ukrainian like monsters or whatever. Yeah. And they had stolen hundreds and hundreds of hives and rebranded them and were setting them out because they get paid by the almond farmers to put to the bees put, out. To put them out so they can pollinate. And then they yeah. talked about all the ways that China was flooding the market with their honey. And because they can't bring it into the United States, they would run it through other countries that could come into the United States and they'd test the honey and it really wasn't. Wow! Oh yeah, it was a yeah, little bit of honey, yeah. but it they used it's cut. they yeah. used rice syrup really? because corn syrup could be detected by their tests that they do when they come into country, but rice syrup could. Wow, that's crazy! That's crazy. And they had an avocado one it was about the avocado cartels in Mexico, and they have to hire uh, guards with machine guns. I was just getting ready to mention that crazy, crazy yeah. stuff going on. Uh, they were talking. That's a, a you know a multi-billion-dollar oh, yeah. type kind of yeah. industry. It used to be you could only get avocados in season. Yeah, that was it. California would grow them. Yeah, you know, and some other of the uh, the southwestern states would grow them. But then once they figured out, you know, after NAFTA, after we NAFTA, out we could get them imported here around. And so they've got armed guards down there who guard guard these uh, plantations. They the guys that own the plantations they them. get kidnapped, ransom millions of dollars. Yeah. They so, give over their land because they don't have the money. I saw that one. And that, that avo- avocado is <laughs> big business. Yeah. And the honey thing is, is, is crazy. And the bees too. are disappearing. At an alarming rate. Yes. Uh, and so if, what they're saying is that, you know, we lose the bees. Then you lose, you know, things like almonds. Oh, you and, lose and everything because it can't Several flowers. Yeah. And, you know, bunch bunch of that stuff. It's crazy. crazy but stuff. that documentary on, uh, on HBO, McMillions, going to come McMillions. out. Uh, and apparently what happened is it wasn't McDonald's themselves. It was a guy that was in charge of their security, had the uh, had the access to the game pieces, and he would give these game pieces to people or even mail them. That's why they got him a mail fraud uh, and other things. And then they had to kick him back. Some always kind of somebody a, wanting a quick buck. How about that? That's nuts. Yeah. You know, there was a guy several years ago. This had to have been 15 years ago in Kansas that was working for the Lottery Commission. And he... Um, he rigged a couple of games. Oh. And they caught him. They caught him doing well, that. Had these, these two knuckleheads just recently. What were they doing? Oh, we were going to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, two guys down in Mississippi uh, took a winning lottery, $100,000 winning lottery ticket to the lottery commission. And the guy says it was so easy to spot. He said it was a, it was clearly a fake uh, because they had used super glue to put the, the winning numbers <laughs> on this ticket. And my thought was, you don't have a you don't have a glue stick, you know, or something a little more, you know. Did you never see Catch Me If You Can? Did yeah. you ever see that movie, yeah. oh, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio? Oh yeah. I saw him speak the other day. The guy, uh, the real Frank Agnew Jr. 
Thank you yes. so much. Yes. I couldn't think of his name. Yep. Frank. I saw him speak at uh, Google Conference. Made millions. Millions. For those security features he's given to companies yeah. over the last yeah. few decades. Uh, works with the FBI still. Yep. I guess they agreed to get him out of prison if he could help with, you know, check fraud and, and other things like that. But he does uh, security all all around the country yeah. uh, for different, you know, for tech firms and things like that. So there's so many ways to defraud. There is. Or, you know. And they're coming up with new ones every day. Really? Yeah. Yes. It's unbelievable. He was saying that, um, and a lot of you have seen the movie, but he was saying that, that what he did is he noticed, um, you know, that. Like in the movie, the pilots got got all the attention, and he could fly anywhere in the world for free. The reason he picked Pan Am is um, because they they were the only ones. Um, he picked them because other planes would would take their pilots uh, in what they call their jump seat. Mm-hmm. So he never flew on Pan Am. The reason he never flew on Pan Am is because he had the uniform and he had a fake ID, which I'll tell you how he got that in a moment, but. He flew on other airlines because he didn't want anybody from Pan Am going, listen, I've been flying this route for 30 years. I've never seen you. How do I not know you? And the you gig off with young. The gig, <laughs> gig would be up. Yeah, he said he, he got away with the uh, with the age because he was he was tall and looked older for his age. Told everybody he was 26 when he was 19. And uh, he quickly picked up the jargon that they would use. Uh, he said he was sitting in, uh, he picked up his uniform. He went and bought it from a uniform store. Um he called, uh, like in the movie, calls Pan Am and says, listen, I'm on a layover. Uh, the um, the hotel lost my dry cleaning, or the company did. I don't have an extra uniform with me. How do I get one? They said, we got to go down to Central Uniform, which is in downtown uh, New York, uh, Chicago, wherever, and get get a new uniform. They'll, you know, so they fit him for the uniform. The guy says, uh, listen, it's going to be 250 bucks or whatever. And he's like, oh, good. I'll write you a check. Cause he was good at forging checks, yeah. by the time. forging checks by the time. And the guy said, no, what you have to do is fill this form out and they'll take it out of your next paycheck. He's like, even better. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So it's a uniform with no money and he's goes, he's going to look around. So he goes out to the airport and, uh, he goes into the lounge. He's sitting there, you know, and, uh, in comes, like three or four pilots and they sat on either side of him. Now, what kind of equipment are you on? He's like, equipment. He's like, and he didn't know they had jargon. So he's like, equipment, equipment, equipment. He goes, oh yeah. Um, he had seen the engines were made by GE. So he goes, uh, GE. <laughs> like, and one guy looks at him and goes, are you flying a washer dryer? And he goes, at that time I knew I didn't know anything. So I just got up, walked away. And he went and got, um, found out where they made their IDs. And so he called the company and said, listen, I'm doing a story or I'm working for an airline and we like the way Pan Am's IDs are set up. They're, they're badges. So we want you to make some, can you show me what they are? So he's like, yeah. So he they goes down, goes down to their home office and he's like, can I get a copy to take back to, to the office? Give me one. So they brought him one, but the only problem was across the front, it said, copy or unofficial use or something like could never use it so he goes uh you don't have anything that looks you know a little more official and uh, so the guy's like well yeah step right over there against that white screen we'll take your picture and we'll just make you an id <laughs> so they made him an id and it said pan am on it uh the only thing it did not have was the pan am logo and so he said he went to a model shop they had pan am airplanes in there and he bought the 
thing and they had a sheet full of decals inside the uh, model airplane thing that had the Pan Am logo on it. He peeled it off, stuck it right on his ID and was off to the races and flew millions of miles oh, yeah. uh, for, for, for years without ever being questioned about whether he was really a pilot. Great. Also worked in, uh, I think, Louisiana as the, uh, he was a lawyer. A doctor too, I think. Yeah, I was a pediatrician. Yeah. He said he went to actually work for the attorney general in uh, Louisiana or wherever, Uh, which is crazy. Crazy to think the amount of stuff. And he passed the bar. Yeah. He uh, took the bar and he passed it. Yeah. They made that. They thought he cheated on that, but he made a point to say, I just studied. I studied. Studied and passed the bar. Very bright kid. But, and now he's using his uh, his powers for good, evidently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, which is which is interesting. But, yeah. So, some of the other things uh, that we talked about, I was trying to recount some of the stuff that we, uh, and we talked about so much stuff here in the morning show this morning. Um, one of the things we do every morning is we get into what uh, thing we call the up late update, where we check in with the late night guys, and they always got, you know, something going on in the world. Justin Bieber, we talked about this yesterday during the podcast, has uh, got... Lyme disease. Yeah, I heard about that. Got bit by a tick. Heard about that. Yeah. A Florida woman uh, with uh, many pounds of cocaine uh, got got arrested, and Leonardo DiCaprio saving that guy's life down at the Caribbean. It's all part of the up late update. So we'll play that for you now. Justin Bieber says, unfortunately, he's battling Lyme disease. In a related story, a lot of ticks are battling tattoo poisoning. <laughs> a woman was arrested in Florida recently after a police dog found almost 27 pounds of cocaine hidden in her car. The woman is awaiting trial, and the dog hasn't slept in three days. Uh, Did you guys see over the holidays, Leonardo DiCaprio saved a drowning man in the Caribbean, and he was like, see how it works, Rose? (laughs) Not that tricky. I know you don't want to get your hair wet. (laughs) (laughs) You knew there had to be a Titanic joke in there somewhere. Uh, That's pretty good. I like that uh, I never get a chance to watch David Spade. Uh, because it's up later than than my bedtime, but um, I, I always like always like his recap. He has stuff. a lot of stories. Oh, does he? He's yeah. been on Howard Stern. He's got a lot of stories. He's been Bart uh, Marin. He's been on a bunch of. He has lots of Hollywood celebrity type stories. Oh, I can really, imagine. Really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Speaking speaking of, speaking of uh, uh, celebrity stories, you were on a flight with Batman. I was. You know, I was actually talking about this the other day. <laughs> this is funny. Um, I was going to another conference. I was actually flying out to Long Beach. Right. I was going out there to go speak at a conference, going to talk about body cameras. And uh, I had just, I think it was like a couple of days earlier, I was out in the garage and I was doing some work and everything. And I got a TV out there and I had it on and it was on HBO. And there was a documentary that Adam West's kids had done to kind of highlight his life and then stuff that he had done after Batman. Because really, he had not done a lot of stuff, and they were trying to get his star on the Walk of Fame. And right. so I watched it, and he and his wife, his current wife, she has this beautiful, long, flowing red hair. Just got a text from Jill about the coffee. DMV update. So is somebody, uh, uh, she says, uh, here's a text from Jill. She says, "Oh my God, OMG! I just had a listener come in and has." Uh, uh, it, uh, has a coffee for me. How about that? That's huh? awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. I was there. My fear was twenty people were going to show up. I know. Well, that's the first one. What are you going to do with all that coffee? Well, anyway, I don't know how long I'm here. I'll be going to the that's bathroom. Right. I'll need another cup. I didn't mean to cut your. No, that's all right. That's all right. So 
But the wife, I think she's, I believe she's French. Right. If I'm wrong in that, I'm sorry, Miss West. But she had this long frock of long, flowing, bright red hair. And so I watched her and they had his agent on there. And so I've seen these people just recently. So I know what they look like. So I get on the plane and it was one of those last minute deals where I got an email from the airline and I think it was American. And they said, hey, you want to upgrade to first class for just a little bit of money? And I was like, that's kind of unusual. It's a scam. You know, so I called and gave them my my loyalty number. And they right. go, oh, no, no. She said, no, it's a thing. Sometimes we don't book a flight all the way. So we call and say, hey, you're a you're an Advantage member or whatever. Would you like to upgrade? And I said, sure. For that amount of money, I would sure like to upgrade first class from there and back to, to California. <laughs> so I'm sitting in first class and I get in my seat. And this guy comes and sits down beside of me. And, you know, you talk to each other. And, you're, and it was a big plane. And uh, I said, uh, he said, what do you do? Because they always want to know what you do. And, you, right. and I said, I'm a police officer. And he goes, oh, really? He said, yeah. I said, what do you do? He says, I'm a record producer. I was like, oh, okay. I said, what do you, what do you, is, is anything I've heard? He goes, well, mostly hip hop. I said, well, my son will, of course, have heard it. Right. And I said, he gave me some names and I had told my son later. He's, oh yeah, yeah, really? Really? Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, I make this flight about every other week. He said, I fly from um, here to LA, back to Atlanta, to Baltimore, and then I fly back home. It's because I have to go see everybody. I was like, okay, yeah. that's pretty cool. And we're sitting there talking and he's asking me questions. Like there's always the cop questions everybody asks, you know, can you drive barefooted, you know, and all those crazy things. Right. So they always ask those questions. Have you ever done this or ever had this happen? And, uh, and then I look up and there's this lady coming out of the first class bathroom. I didn't say anything. I was like, she looks familiar. She looks really familiar. And so, she goes to sit down and the dude that's on the aisle seat gets up to let her sit down at the window. I was like, holy crap. The guy goes, what? I said, it's Batman. He's like, what? Now, how how close were they to you? They were four seats in front of us. I think it was four. Yeah, four seats in front of us. They were in the very first seat. So when you come on the plane, when we got on the plane, they were not sitting there. They hadn't sat down. Right. And so, and you boarded two different spots. First class boarded at one door, and then the main cabin boarded at another door. And, and I didn't know, I screwed up and went into the main cabin, and she's like, oh, you're there. I was like, okay, right. I don't yeah. sit up there much, so I, the curtain, you know, doesn't let you right go past yeah. it. Yeah, you can't. That little veil. And so, I was like, that's Batman. He goes, really? I said, yeah, the Batman. He goes, and he goes, Adam West? And I'm like, yeah. And he had already sat down. He said, no, it wasn't. I said, yeah, it was. And then I look over, and who's sitting across from him on the aisle seat? His freaking agent. Oh, really? Yeah. I recognized him because from he the, was on the, the documentary right. for a while. And I go, holy crap. It's, I said, you're not going to believe this. He's what? I said, it's Adam West's agent. Well, I, like, you know, we really care if it's an agent, but it's his agent. He goes, how do you know this? I said, I just saw this documentary his kids did. His daughter and his son. Well, I can't see who's sitting beside the agent. Right. It's a woman. I can tell it's a woman, but I can't tell who it is. Well, a little bit later, he gets back up to get something out of the overhead bin. And he always had those classic rose-colored sunglasses slash glasses that he wears. Right. 
And I look at him. I said, there's not a hair out of place. He goes, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know. I said, I know my son would want his autograph really bad. What can I get an autograph on? So we're landing. And he goes, are you going to go up to him? I said, well, I'm going to wait to get off the plane. I don't want to be stupid. I mean, I don't want right. to be like, you know, all the groupies and everything. And so I text my son. He goes, get me his autograph. I'm like, what about what? He goes, get a barf bag. No way. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I am not going to make Adam West sign a barf bag. Why not? I'm just not going to. I just, I couldn't do it. I could not. I right. just could not do it. And I wasn't going to do a selfie because a lot of them, people don't like selfies. It's just, yeah. they're just like, I do that. Take the pictures. I just, I'm like, I'm you know, I, I, I'm just not going to do it. So we get off the plane and the, the, he gets off, his wife gets off, the agent gets off, and the girl, the girl, at the time I found out later, she's taking time to get off. So we go ahead and get off. We get out there and he's waiting, the wife's waiting, right. the agent's waiting for this other person. And so I walk up and I go, Hi, Mr. West, how you doing? And he smiles and I, I, and I said, Can I shake your hand? And I shook his hand and I said, Really love your work. Little love family guy, loved Batman, grew up on Batman. And the agent's sitting there the whole time doing this to him, elbowing him. He goes, and I'm walking away. He goes, see, people still recognize you. Oh, yeah. You know, and I said, so apparently I said he really good job. Well, when I turn around, the woman that was getting off the plane was his daughter. Oh, really? She okay. was with him. They, We were actually stopped in Arizona. We stopped right. in Phoenix, and then we were going on over to uh, Long Beach. But... It wasn't soon after that that he passed away, but he did get his star on the Walk of Fame. Yeah, but no autograph, huh? But no, yeah, but I didn't get his autograph. My son was mad about it. Oh, I bet. Listen, uh, we're uh, I got an update from Jill. Uh, oh, you cool. know, she she got a some got guy a came coffee. in, got a coffee, got a coffee, and uh, the worst has happened. What we thought would happen oh, has Lord. happened. She said, "My team man has a flat tire." She's like, "Oh my gosh, they're coming out of the woodwork now." Two couple, uh, two people just walked in with coffee. Oh god! A couple sitting beside me heard me mention your name and said, uh, "Oh my gosh, I thought I recognized your voice." Now she says, "I'm three shades of red." <laughs> uh, so, so maybe she may have more coffee than what she wanted. <laughs> Uh, well, she can share. Maybe the IT guy can get a cup. Exactly right. We're gonna prompt him to hurry up. Got to wrap our podcast up uh, today. You can find a uh, daily podcast here. We'll put it up on our Facebook page so you can check it out. Brian, thank you so much yeah, for man. coming in this Have morning. Have a great weekend. Thanks for being. Yeah, you as well. Yeah. I hope you I hope you yeah. get uh, something done or get nothing. Something done. Either or way nothing would done. be great by be me. Great. All right. It's awesome. Brian Strickland, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, you don't forget to follow us Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, on LinkedIn, again on uh, TikTok. On TikTok, the YouTube is Ray and the Jill TV, and uh, everything else is at Ray or at Dixie 105.7. So very easy to do. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, man. appreciate it. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, gang, have a great day. Say bye, Brian. Bye, Brian. <laughs>